The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the latest in e-commerce platforms. Joining us is Eric Jan C. Van Putin, who is the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web, which offers a cloud-based digital experience platform. Dynamic Web enables customers to deliver better digital customer experiences and to scale e-commerce success through their content management, digital marketing, e-commerce, and product information solutions. And today, Eric and I are going to talk about acceptance of e-commerce as the norm. All right, here is the first part of my conversation with Eric Jan C. Van Putin, the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web. Eric, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, man. I'm really glad to be here. I look forward to talking a little bit about e-commerce and DXPs. I'm excited to have you on the show, and I have to congratulate you. You have the name with the most parts ever <laughs> on the MarTech Podcast. We have Eric Jan C. Van Putin. Did I at least get part of that right? You got everything right. And certainly the Eric part, as long as you write it with a C, I am actually quite happy. All right. Wonderful. Well, Eric Jan, C. Van Putin, excited to have you as a guest, excited to talk about e-commerce. Tell me first off a little bit about Dynamic Web. Give us a little background on you and your business. So Dynamic Web offers a cloud-based digital experience platform. We enable customers to deliver better digital customer experiences and to scale e-commerce success through our content management, digital marketing, e-commerce and product information management solutions. We are actually globally situated. We have over 4,000 great customers, 300 international partners, and we have fun with 200 colleagues. All right. So there's a lot packed into that. And there's a lot packed into e-commerce in the sense that, first and foremost, you have multiple products, multiple SKUs. You have to have your product information, merchandising, data feeds, multiple places that you're selling your product, most likely, whether it's your website, whether it's Amazon, it's becoming a complex, crowded marketplace, and it's also becoming the norm. When you think about the trends in e-commerce, increasingly complex, also increasingly being the focus, talk to me about where you think e-commerce stands as opposed to traditional offline commerce as we know it. I fully agree with there is so much possible these days thanks to technology and it's becoming easier and easier to really connect everything. But sometimes the biggest question is, should you really connect everything? The shift to e-commerce is really one that has started many years ago already. 
if you take the foresters, there is a report out that over the last couple of years, self-service continues to grow in B2B. We also see that going through sales reps for B2B e-commerce actually is slowly declining and is now currently around 40%. The current climate is also really majorly shifting every towards e-commerce, of course. And I think we are really seeing a epic shift in e-commerce that basically puts a decade of change in less than a year. You know, when I think about e-commerce, I often reflect back to my time working at eBay. And it's been, I don't know, 10, 15 years, something along those lines since I left. And that was really my last traditional e-commerce role. And the marketplace was dramatically different eBay was seen as one of the leaders, if not the leader in e-commerce while I was there. Amazon started being more competitive and eventually took over. But it was really challenging to manage your own e-commerce store, right? The only people that were selling their own e-commerce products were kind of the large enterprise customers, Macy's and Nordstrom's and Home Depot sort of managed their own platforms. And today there's tools like Shopify, there's all sorts of other hosted e-commerce solutions that mean that you can be in a marketplace or you can also have your own end destination. Talk to me about the difference between those two. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. And where are e-commerce brands focusing their efforts? So I think that is actually a fun question as well. There are indeed solutions like Shopify out there. And getting an e-commerce store started takes you probably half an hour in a credit card. It's become quite easy to, of course, scale it up. If you are a mid-size or even enterprise business, it's a different story. Going via marketplaces, you are already talking different kind of languages. Not every solution easily connects to these marketplaces. Quite often, you also need a product information management solution 
with middleware connectors or directly connected to marketplaces like Amazon. But of course, Amazon is one of the behemoths out there, but there are tons and tons of marketplaces out there in the world. And ability to really connect to all those is not an easy thing to manage. Therefore, there are middleware solutions for that. But from a product information perspective, you do always want to be ensured that you have accurate and enriched product data available. And you can pass that on to your own e-commerce store. You can pass that on to the marketplace. And product data, and certainly rich product data, enables you to give a better product experience. Product experience in its turn can fuel a better customer experience. And from there on, you should see some positive result bottom line. So I think the difference is, of course, do you go either via marketplaces that have the community, that have the people, or do you really build your own e-commerce environment? And it doesn't have to be an and or, by the way. Well, you know, I, I was just about to say that is there's often brands that are owning their own e-commerce shop serving as an end destination. They're also selling on Amazon and eBay, right? And often it's a Shopify, maybe a dynamic web type store. You end up as an end destination. You're also using that middleware to sell your products in third parties. And it gets to the question of what's the norm and what's the expectation. I think of that being a very verticalized experience. If you're a product that is a standard e-commerce product, a physical good, a CPG product, people are likely looking in the marketplace 60% of all e-commerce searches start on Amazon. You probably want to have a presence there. But if you are something like an impulse buy, a lot of fashion brands, it makes sense for you to market on Instagram and Facebook, and then you need your own store. Walk me through what the norms are today in e-commerce. Quite interesting that you also, of course, mentioned some of the social channels there, because certainly since the whole current outbreak, we have actually seen that social commerce has really taken a flight as well. But again, that can actually go quite nicely integrated or via middleware to hook up to your own environments, being a PIM or an e-commerce solution. What we are seeing is certainly when you're talking, and this is quite high level, is if you're talking B2C, marketplaces like Amazon, yeah, 60, 70, 80% of all searches start there certainly in certain parts of the world. But believe it or not, in the Netherlands, Amazon only joined this year. So not all countries are that far developed in terms of Amazon. Okay. We do have a couple of other big marketplaces over here and in other countries. Market plots, is that still a thing? That was a big (laughs) classified tool that eBay acquired when I was there. Yeah, they did. And I'm kind of curious because actually one of the eBay guys works at us now as well. So Maybe later I can connect you, but no, Marktplatz is absolutely uh, still there. I do believe, though, that some of the B2C marketplaces are going to get hurting because of Amazon joining. So yeah, that is a thing that will happen. But next to that, certainly when you're looking at certain brands or smaller shops, retail shops, fashion shops, they've taken a massive flight into social because again, with the technology these days, it's not hard to get off the ground. Digital transformation, often referred to as scary by some of the old school companies, are now enabled to really start in a matter of hours. They can be going. Yeah, I think it's interesting when you think about you know a marketing channel dictating what your platform looks like. Because I am selling printed t-shirts and people are buying those, you know, $25 items 
as an impulse buy, I need to market them on Instagram, right? That's the quickest path to conversion Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to build brand recognition or showing up in advertising or search on Amazon. Well, all of a sudden I know what my marketing channel is. Now I need to tailor my platform to be able to serve that experience as opposed to kind of being ubiquitous. And then there's the flip side of the coin where we're going through obviously a drastic change in user behavior related to the outbreak of the coronavirus. And offline businesses are either being shuttered or their experiences have changed to things like curbside pickup. Talk to me about what the impact is and how dominant is e-commerce now that we are living through the era of the coronavirus. E-commerce is quite often, certainly not always, are going to make the difference for companies to exist after or not. I know that's a little bit of a strong thing to say, but there are so many smaller businesses hurting right now. And the ability to really have something turnkey go live is what really makes a difference in their continued existence or not. I think that at the same time, though, is that some of the mid-sized and bigger companies that are now also joining this digital transformation shift are actually encountering that they are in a much better position digital than maybe before. They are able to go either direct to consumer, they can have a better control about how their product is experienced, but also as a brand, they now have an opportunity to be better found in search engines. Something before was quite hard for them because they were only a brand and they barely had their products online. Yeah, it's been an interesting year for e-commerce. I'm excited to see what's going to happen as we get to the peak of e-commerce season, as we round into the holidays. And we're going to continue this conversation talking about what's a, and we're going to continue this conversation talking more about e-commerce, the platforms, the technologies, and some of the strategies that you can use to maximize your holidays. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Eric Jan C. Van Putin, VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Eric and I are going to talk about the choice of the platform versus best in breed integration in e-commerce. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Eric, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Eric C. Jan Van Putten, which is E-R-I-C-J-A-N-V-P-U-T-T-E-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is dynamicweb.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out over social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast.
and I Hear Everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.